Hello everybody, thanks for checking out this video. So typically on Sunday I have a 3 o'clock live stream. Um, but this is the weekend following Thanksgiving and uh, schedule-wise things are a little more complicated. So I thought I would uh, set this video as a premiere. And uh, this is going to be a little more in the style of, of what, what we do in the member area. So might provide a little bit of, of insight into uh, what we do there. So, um, so you might check that out um, as well if you do like this video. And this video may end up after a week or so being uh, a member-only uh, video. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, my one and only love and give some perspectives on uh, chord changes and scales and kind of see how things uh, evolve and, and how chord scales change. So for the A sections, we're going to think um, in the key of, of C and see how um, the notes might change uh, based on the chord progression. And then the bridge, we're going to visit uh, the key of E minor and then talk about how that changes a little bit. All right, so let's get started here. So we're checking out, so the, the neck there above, that's going to be the scale. I'm just showing it in one position so you can kind of see how things change over time. And uh, the, the neck below will be the chord as a reference. So try to keep those very basic and um, pretty close to the pattern, um, but they're not always going to fit exactly in the pattern there. Um, but they, they do, um, do fit, you know, musically, but they may not, may not be kind of in the same position. So the first chord is going to be, uh, C major seven. And so we have these kind of notes, key of, um, no sharps, no flats. So that's how I often think about it. Um, and then we go through the first few changes. We'll see that um, there's no real need to change it if you stick with the basic chord changes. So the A minor, still think in the key of no sharps and no flats. Okay. And then same same thing with uh, D minor. Now kind of the trick is to um, be able to isolate or be aware of where those chord tones are inside of the pattern that we're looking at so that you know what the tensions are. Um, as as the chords change. Okay, and then we get to G7. So same kind of thing. So kind of know where the chord tones are. And, and then the tension's kind of based on that. Um, but essentially... We're sticking with the same 
um, same tones and everything. All right. So I mentioned too that um, I am shooting this live style, and I'm I'm live on um, on my podcast too. So that will be released as an episode afterwards. So I just thought I'd mention that. So yeah, the first four chords, we can really kind of use the same collection of notes. And um, what we're trying to do there is, is be aware of what the tensions and, um, and the chord tones are. So, we, so that we have that awareness because um, we can take uh, the progression and really spell out the chords, even though we're exclusively using this. And of course, I'll, I'll just say too that you can add chromatic tones, you can uh, alter the changes and, and all sorts of things, but we're going to keep this really basic. All right, so our next chord, things start to get a little interesting. So when we have the melody, we have this kind of thing. So we have a G7, and then we go up to this chord. Um, but we can also think of this as a E7 sharp 9. So quite a few ways to sort of handle this, but one thing that we can do is take the tone uh, from before, take this tone here. This gets into the octave shapes. I think I talked about those core shapes earlier. So those, those tones, move those down a half step. Now this tone, we're, we're going to, I'm going to end up moving it over, you know, when it's over here, I'm going to end up moving it over here. So that's where that's coming from. So you can see these notes in gray have all remained uh, the same. We just changed that one note. And this is this is called C harmonic major. I've been thinking about doing a talk about just kind of the, the scales maybe to to focus on and think about. So this is one of them. So we have major, relative minor, or natural minor. We have um, so that's one pool of, of notes. We have harmonic minor, we have harmonic major and melodic minor. So if you if you can handle those four um, uh, types of scales and are aware of, of the modes and the different chord scales, um, you can pretty much handle any change um, on, on standard uh, tunes. Okay, let's see what happens with this. So let's take an E7 sharp nine here, for example. What's kind of cool about this is that we get the we get the um, major third on that. We get the sharp nine. And we get a flat nine too, so that's kind of cool. And then um, just kind of going down here, root flat seven. So 
flat 13, and then a natural five you know, relative to the E there. So that's kind of an interesting um, sort of thing. And, and um, so a week or so ago, we, um, we were checking out some um, uh, Pat Martino solos on, on, uh, on some tunes. I think it was Along Came Benny. And, um, and uh, we saw some examples where he may have been working through um, some of these types of patterns where you see everything kind of altered except for uh, that fifth of, of the chord. All right. But the main point in this talk is just to see how we keep the key area as a basis and we make little changes. Uh, we can make little changes to things um, based on, on whatever kind of harmonic circumstance um, arises. So that's a good solution to that. Now, a lot of these are not the only solution, right? So, um, but, um, but this, is, this is one that is fairly simple. I'm just taking uh, A and lowering it a half step. Okay. And I wanted to include this one um, again, because this is kind of where things end up going. So we get back to A minor. So this is kind of A natural minor. For, um, for the sound. And again, I want to emphasize that um, um, trying I'm, I'm trying not to uh, give the impression that this is like plug and play kind of things and like this is what you do on this change or on this chord um, is I'm giving one example um, of something that you can that you can use okay now um, let's check out F, so this, this is the, um, we're not going to go change by change or chord by, we are going to cover all the chords, though. So if we have an F major, and notice that we have this B here, B natural, so this is the four chord, so we get kind of a... Lydian sort of sound, right? One of the things um, I highly recommend is to take a chord, play it, and play you know maybe a few notes, maybe just four notes. Play a chord and then see. Get that in your kind of mind's ear as you're practicing, and then explore different sounds within it and kind of bounce back and forth between that. You can also do that with. Uh, some practice aids like um, iReal Pro and Band in a Box and things. So you can see there and here that we have um, C major again there. All right, and then we have uh, E minor seven. So this is another spot. So this flat nine on that is a particularly 
dissonant tone, so you might try using that in passing. Also, this tone is pretty dissonant on that, so. So those are some areas to be aware of, and, and if you kind of go through that process of playing the chord, playing the scale, and maybe just choosing uh, three or four notes at a time, um, you'll 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 hear like the different details in it, and also try the arpeggio, and try some of the tensions, and and kind of get into the details of. Um, of, of kind of the awareness of the chord at a given moment and the awareness of the, the tensions and the or dissonances and the consonances. And um, another advantage to playing just a couple of notes or a few notes is that you'll develop the agility to play through changes and connect your lines and create phrases through the cha changes. Um, and, and just make those adjustments that we're talking about over time through the, uh, through the phrases that you create. All right, so let's check out this, uh, this change here. So one of our goals here, or one of my goals is um, and sort of relaying this, this theme of, of trying to keep the, the, um, the key center and just make little adjustments based on the, on the chord, essentially. So we're just bumping this C up half step, right? And so we get the D um, melodic minor, and we're using a mode of that. So you might call this um, Mixolydian uh, flat 13. It's coming out of uh, D melodic minor. You know, so again, you know, try to play the chord, play a few notes, get a sense for the dissonances and consonances. And again, there are other options on this uh, on this change too, especially when it comes to dominant seventh chords um, there's really a lot that you can uh, a lot of options a lot of things you can do okay so let's look at another a series of changes we have a, a two five in an a minor that comes up so I'm not I'm not going chord chord by chord necessarily um, the the chord that follows that that a7 there's there's sort of a series of chords there but um um what we have here is uh the a uh harmonic minor so we're gonna apply that to the um b minor seven flat five so one thing that we can um think about here is the relative major C major, that's the key that we're in. The relative minor is A minor. And so those, the natural minor, A minor, and C major have the same collection of tones. And then when we, when we get into um, 
to minor in order to create a little bit of a or a bit of a tonic for that for that A minor. Sometimes the midi neck is a little off there. Um, then we need a leading tone for that. So we get That's what we're leading up to, which is a harmonic minor is kind of a solution for that, especially on the two and the five. So we're trying this on the two. So again, you know, go through here, play a couple tones, and uh, try to relate that to this. Okay, so next up we have the harmonic minor again. And this is the five part of the two five. Okay. And so again, this tone is going to be very important for this chord. Okay. So again, chord and try to play a few tones chord again and then see if you can create a line that goes into into a minor and notice again if we when we compare this to natural minor or the key of no sharps no flats we've just really changed that one note and um, and that's where one of the advantages of knowing those uh, core patterns that I talked about last week in the live stream, I think it was midweek, maybe Tuesday, um, is these octave shapes. And so you, you'll you start to recognize, oh, that's just one note name. That's just uh, G sharp. It's just three, um, two octaves and um, three three tones there. So um, then you can say, oh, just that's just one note in the pattern that's uh, that's changed there. Okay, and then um, so I labeled this one uh, in parentheses a natural minor because that's when we have this context of what came before here. Okay, then this starts to feel like a, a tonic A minor. So again. play an arpeggio on it. Um, that's one thing I'd highly recommend is be able to play the arpeggio as you go through the changes and then be aware of, um, of those tensions or those areas that are, are not part of the chord. So there we have the uh, A natural minor. Okay, and then we have the um, a D7. So this is an, kind of an interesting um, spot here. So we have a D, actually let me relabel that as D, call this D9, and I'm gonna put the sharp 11 in parentheses because that 
actually in that form that I wrote below. So keep thing as, things as clear as possible. But that brings up, you know, a kind of a kind of a point, which is to to think about, you know, dominant sevens as sort of a family of chords of, of different types. So this is a particular scale that's useful for quite a few circumstances. Um, so this type of chord is pretty common to come up on, on uh, different areas of a key center, like, like the two chord and this example, um, flat seven is an, is another example. Uh, the flat six, especially in minor. Um, so a few different circumstances. Um, those are just a few examples, but this is um, melodic minor, which we can um, apply to this. So we're looking at the A melodic minor, and this is known as the uh, Lydian dominant. Okay. So from this perspective, we have Lydian dominant. Okay. But what I'm doing here is listing what you might think of as like the parent scales or the, those four basic chords, uh, four basic scales that I talked about, the um, major, which you can kind of pair with the relative minor, but the major, melodic minor, harmonic minor, and harmonic major. So as far as seven note scales, those are, um, are gonna cover a lot of ground, a lot of circumstances. Okay. So here we see that there are two notes in blue. So those blue tones that I have listed sheet are um, the tones that are um, different from the C major scale there. So there we have Lydian dominant. So this kind of, this chord I always think about, I think I mentioned this a lot, but this chord kind of like puts the brakes on and sort of elongates things um, in the progression before it kind of has this release back to the tonic. So, so that's, that's kind of how I kind of think about it. And, uh, um, um, and, uh, so you might try to, uh, transcribe a lot of, um, a lot of tunes to, to arrive at just little conclusions, uh, like that, or just little concepts like that. Um, to not not only transcribe um, melodies and, and solos, uh, which sort of falls into melodies, I guess, but um, to actually transcribe harmony, you know, so without looking at a lead sheet, work out what the chords are for a given tune based on um, listening. Okay, so I'm not going to go over all of the um, changes that 
end up here because we already went over the D minor to the G7, but the, but we're trying to get some some key moments. So um, we will definitely have every chord um, for this uh, tune, um, but I'm not going to go by through change by change in this video necessarily. But we are kind of going in sequence, but. Just be aware that we have a, a two five uh, back to, um, and if you do the first A, um, you can do a little bit of a turnaround. Um, but what comes up next, and I'm going to dive right into where it goes. Um, so this. This is where uh, we get letter B or um, B section. So we move into kind of the key of the three chord. So we, we go to uh, E minor. So I've made a bit of a change here. And so we're thinking here more in terms of, of um, E minor, or E natural minor, right? Whereas leading up to this, let me make sure everything fits on the, Page there. But leading up to this, um, we've been t talking about the key of no flats, no sharps. So here we're thinking E minor. Okay, so notice that um, we're thinking about the key of one sharp now. So rather than the key of no sharps, no flats, we're thinking the key of one sharp. So the Kind of the beauty of thinking about key centers is that you can say, okay, key of one sharp, and then all the all the modes that are suggested within that are just kind of parts of of that key center. So, um, so that gives us kind of the ability to do exactly what we're doing in this video, which is is to take a look at a collection of tones and see how we might change them based on, on what harmony arises. So these are the two notes that are now F sharp rather than F natural. Okay, so we have E minor seven. And then again, you know, you pick four tones. You can pick chord tones, and you could explore it if you're if you're at a level where um, that's not all very clear. Just kind of listen and compare. Say, oh, this right. Those tones are pretty um, outside of this this sound at this moment, but but they're um, there are things that you can incorporate into into the chord itself and all that. So, so let's check out the next chord. So we have the F sharp, minor seven flat five, and this is going to form a two five progression. This is going to be a two. So we have have the um, So 
can think about this is going to be the five, the root of the five that comes up. And then here we can think about this is actually the same chord. It's down here. But um, we can think about the root note, chord tones, and some of the dissonances. All right, so that gives us the um, E harmonic minor. And this B flat seven, I have uh, the flat nine listed in parentheses because that's sort of what's suggested here. Have, uh, here's another chord you can. Think about you know those chord tones and then these dissonances and try to you know see if you can create lines out of that. Okay. So that's that's known as as the um, uh, Phrygian dominant or um, think of it as mixolydian flat nine flat thirteen. Now here in the progression, um, things start to go in a different direction. So they, you have the two, five, one, and E minor, and that happens a few times, really. I think a couple times at least. And um, but it kind of gets set up to at the end of the second A section, we have a two, five into that E minor. Um, but the E, e minor starts to take on. Um, kind of a different different flavor. So rather than lab labeling this D major, I'm labeling this as um, E Dorian, because we still have that kind of um, minor. Thing. But we can see we have two, two sharps here, F sharp and C sharp here. Okay, and then here we have the A7, which I'm, I'm again, just listing this um, specific to this uh, mode, um, just because we're kind of still thinking um, in terms of sort of a minor sound on that E minor. Okay, so we have uh, this little key of two sharps, but I'm trying to compare it here with that blue note, that C has come up to C sharp. So that would be the third of this A7. Okay, so again, you get kind of familiar with the, uh, the shape. So I play a few notes, play the chord. That's kind of the, the thing to do in, uh, in the practice. Uh, session there. Okay, so next up we we start to set up um, heading back to to the A section. So um, 
So we end up with a, here in a moment, um, D minor, and then we end up with kind of a G sus. And then we have a chord like in between those two, so which is this one. So we're going to go over that one next. So again, I'm, I'm going mostly in sequence of the chords, but um, but there we've already touched on the D minor. So we're going to go kind of straight over to this A flat 7 sharp 11. Okay. So you can see here I'm including a lot of um a lot of tones that are uh changed. So here we're we're back to thinking about uh C major even though this is the end of the B section we're we're thinking back to C major at this point. Right. That's the kind of the that's kind of the direction we're headed in. I'm not labeling this as C major, but that's um where the progression is is leading us. So we have uh A flat seven. I'm actually I mentioned this earlier. So this is a flat six chord in the key of C. You can see how similar this is to a, a D7. So here we have the um, that Lydian dominant kind of sound on that. So that's coming out of uh, melodic minor. So that's E flat um, melodic minor. And that's where, you know, um, I know folks work on these um, chord scales and stuff. I think at least most folks who watch the channel. And um, so I just want to emphasize um, practicing these in the context of, of a tune and, and progression. So if, if you get in the habit of... Um, analyzing chord progressions and um, and get an idea for these different kind of you might say harmonic circumstances um, then you have a place to to apply these uh, in context so the context of the harmony and the progression is incredibly important uh, so that when those moments come up you're able to work through those and create a line um, that is is compatible with everything. All right. So after that, we get into the um, two five um, back to to C major, and I want to go over one more chord here. Um, and this this is really closely related to that E seven sharp nine but um there are a couple of moments in the tune and I, I think one earlier but one here at the at the end of the tune as well where the melody right where we get this uh g7 flat nine kind of sound so if you want to touch on that in your lines um you can use again this uh, C C um, 
harmonic major. Now you can do it real stepwise like that, right? And you might not even get that many tones. Um, you might get four tones in and before you move to the C major. But, um, but you know, you might emphasize those tones of G7 and then incorporate the flat nine in there too. So, so we have that um, uh, tone, tone there as well, if you wanted to place that in there. So let's kind of go in and review everything that we uh, talked about um, up to this point. So, um, so we had the major scale and the relative minor. That's that's one. Um, one of the the one of these four chord, uh, one of these four scale types. Uh, we had the um, harmonic minor, melodic minor, and harmonic major. So just to give an idea of um, of some of these um, things. Um, or some of these scales. Maybe I'll talk a, a little bit about them just kind of on their own. So from C, you know, a major scale is your, you know, Do, Re, Mi. Okay. So the harmonic uh, major has a lowered uh, sixth, so we have so that's going to be very useful, especially when you're thinking about the four chord. So if you have a chord that's got, um, let's see, um, got a chord, let's say it's got um, flat. Uh, flat 13. Uh, actually, no, no, I think I was on the right track there a moment ago. There, <laughs> so many different scales here. So, um, yeah, so we have the flat nine because the uh, the nine of this is the six of the other. So, so this is kind of a cool chord. We have um, this. We have flat seven three six flat nine and that kind of fits inside the C harmonic major so that's the circumstance um, where you could use that uh, particular um, mode there so we have again C major major. So that tone becomes the flat nine of this uh, G7. So then uh, minor, so let's take a look at the uh, relative 
minor here. So we have. So that's still in a. That's still in the key of no sharps, no flats. So we're pulling from the same tones, but we're thinking about it from minor, relative minor. So if you have the melodic minor, it's a lot like a major with a, a flat third. Okay, so we get that kind of sound. And then harmonic um, minor is a little more like a harmonic major with a, a flat third, so. get that kind of of sound there. So those are kind of the four the four types remember that might sound like five but um, the natural minor is the same collection of tones as the uh, as the C um, C major so no sharps and no flats. Okay, so the um, big takeaway here is to think about key centers um, and then have those key centers adjust to uh, whatever the current harmony is and have those little um, changes of maybe just one note and two notes. So if we think back um, to at least most of of those scales and things. We had one with um, kind of a ton of changes, right? So they, they hear the majority of the notes in this E flat melodic minor are pretty different from, from C major. Um, but a lot of these, like here we're back to the E minor, the bridge, just one note is different. Right, that note in blue, in blue there, just kind of moving backwards. Um, we had this D9, right, and that uh, we were thinking C major there. Uh, just two notes different, right? And then a lot of these changes, just one one note is different from from the key that we're uh, key center that we're in, or the the major scale. So I'm just moving backwards here. Uh, so there's that harmonic major again. All right, everybody. Well, um, I hope everybody enjoyed this um, this video. Again, I'm probably going to leave this uh, video on um, the channel for about a week, and it will be um kind of archived in the um in the member area and also just a mention that that some of the older um live streams and things are are um are also arch archived and available to uh to members um but more recent live streams i'm leaving up for probably pretty 
pretty long period of time anyway. So, um, all right. Well, thanks for checking out this video. Thanks for um, watching it. And um, this is going to be set as um, premiere on a Sunday, um, just because I can't do the normal uh, Sunday uh, live that I uh, typically do, but I've been thinking about doing this kind of kind of thing, um, you know, for this type of circumstance where um, where I just can't make it at the um, at the regular time, so folks can kind of watch it um, sort of live in a, in a sense. And this was recorded live without editing, um, so. Again, if you're interested and haven't become a member yet, check that out. There's um, a link down below in the description, and you can also click the Join button. Thanks, and have a great day. Great practice session.